The Fan-Controlled Football League is a new professional football league where teams no longer have a front office. Instead, fans control all the decisions, from drafting players to hiring coaches, calling plays. Your path to domination is just an app away. Guys, make sure you visit the website fcfl.io to learn more. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Next Jet, whatever the fuck that is, because Dale keeps insisting that I say it, of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito, and joining me as always on this pod is Dale DeMott. Dale, what is Next Jet? You know, this was supposed to be like, you know, like come up in just normal conversation, like, oh, what do you, you know, nope. let's talk about this new story. Next. But now you're making jet. it a bigger thing than it is. I feel like you're hyping it up. Right. Listen to this. Okay. This is a good story because I can't imagine this happening. Is it like a whole plane of people sent to the wrong place? Yes. A group of passengers. Is that the story? Uh, yes, it is a story. Okay. Let's talk about waffles. All right. So we're thirty-four passengers. waffles of fantasy football. Austin is also that was here mean. behind the that glass. That was just mean. What's up, Austin? No, he can't. He's not even being recorded. He's just behind the glass. He's not even me. No. Oh, well, I... Okay, now, all right, so nobody can hear Now we're listening to him. Exactly. We're listening to him and it's just dead silence. We're listening to Austin. <laughs> so. Austin's in our ear. Okay, just... Shh, shh. Just quiet. Nobody can this, hear you. It sounds like I have an imaginary I hate, friend. I already hate this podcast. Listen, I love 34 it. passengers... This is so much better than the other one. Thirty-four Dale, passengers were informed that second. the five p.m. flight listen, listen. was delayed due to bad weather conditions. At eight p.m., a plane arrived, and the group scanned their boarding passes and got on the flight. However, listen to this: they got on the flight, and they ended up a two-hour flight away from where they were supposed to be. Can you imagine? Like it's like landing in Miami, and you're supposed to be in like Washington D.C. That would suck. They just didn't relay the information properly. That's that's my new story. So what what are you going to talk about waffles? Because this is supposed to be a fantasy football podcast. You know, you All just right. want to talk about so, waffles. For those who are joining our show for the first time ever, this is Eat Sleep Fantasy. We're going to be talking about fantasy football most of the time. But on the way, we're going to have fun. We're going to joke around and we're just going to try to bring you a lark light oh my god a light-hearted podcast we have started today with a shit show so i apologize yeah. for that dale decided that next jet was going to dominate the headlines of our show hey it's important i do not People know why know. this company has a total of 15 planes but we're giving them mm-hmm. 15 minutes of advertising. <laughs> if you want to book your flight on NextJet, just go to nextjet.com. No, that's it's not uh, even no, they don't even have a dot com. They don't even have a dot com. <laughs> oh my god. What are like dot net or something? <laughs> dot S E forward slash E N if you want it in English. 
It's a Swedish company. So what are they in Swedish? Yeah, Sweden. I was about to say. That's good. United Airlines actually did the same thing, sort of, and let a blind passenger get on the wrong plane and sent 2,200 kilometers in the wrong direction. So everybody, it happens to everybody. Okay. First okay. of all, use kilometers so, in that sentence. Second of all, if you want to follow our show, do so on Twitter at EatSleepFF. Same handle on Instagram where, you know, we post Big things pictures. popping. Instagram's big, awesome. Big Thank popping. you to Steve Spacoratelli. We appreciate all his hard work on Instagram. Uh, our Yeah. Our um, show today is brought to you by Clayton Cladeau. I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but thank you, Clayton, no. for the wide receivers and tight ends of uh, – well, thank you for all the information that he gives us. He he wrote up an awesome right. stuff for free agents that we're going to use. So he put in a lot of hard work into helping us with this episode. Cladeau? Cladeau? Right. Cladeau. I'm not going to say anything about rating our show on iTunes this episode because I'm concerned about how no. that's going to go. Stay away right? from iTunes. Stay away from Thanks. iTunes after this episode unless it's going to be a five-star review, which case just drop it there on iTunes or wherever else you listen to your podcast. And if you're interested in our draft kit, which is going to be bigger and better than ever, eatsleefantasy.com if you want to do that or join Eat Nation. Yes, sir. Bigger and better. Over 100 videos, 100 pieces of audio, 100 pieces of paper to read, rankings, dynasty, auction, redraft, right. uh, anything. They'll call us the big domino for nothing. Yep. We are the big domino. Big domino. Well, Kirk Cousins is the big domino. Kirk Cousins is the big domino. That's what it is. The waffles. They are better with chocolate chips. So far on Twitter, 63 votes. 54%. Nobody knows what you're talking about because we talked about that off air. Okay. 51% now. Tell tell us. 51%? Yes. Say Okay. Yes. We were talking about waffles off air because I mentioned waffles and this guy, Austin, just got a waffle maker apparently. No, I did. I did. No, Dale just got a You guys are the same person. Yeah. Dale just got a waffle maker. Austin has a waffle mm-hmm. maker that you can remove the little grill panel mm-hmm. things from. Yep. Basically, I was just saying that I was going to make waffles if I... What? You, you're a fucking animal. I was going to make waffles if I had chocolate chips left. They responded with a visceral reaction of, Ugh, what are you, a child? <laughs> and I'm like, most of our... Yeah, that's exactly how you guys sound to me. That's how most white people yeah. sound to me. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, that's how we all sound. Yeah. That probably would be funnier if, like, 90% of our audience wasn't white. Yeah, exactly. Concerning now. Yes. It, That's another one-star review. Yep. Anyways, I put it on the poll on our Twitter page because I was, like, adamant that I thought chocolate chip waffles deserved more respect. So far, after 69 votes, giggity, in eight minutes, 52% say yes, waffles are better with chocolate chips. 52%? That should be 100%. No, your wife voted because she's sticking 68 with 68 times? She <laughs> voted, what, 68 times? Because I voted the other one to make a 69. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Less- Carl says everything is better with chocolate chips. That's going to get a little heart from me. <laughs> uh, not everything. Actually, chocolate chips ruin pretty much everything. My wife cooks like oh pumpkin muffins, which are delicious, and then she puts chocolate chips in them, and it's like it ruins it. So much better with chocolate. Ch- oh my God. What is wrong with you? I think what is wrong with you is a question. What is wrong? Look at the poll. 
Okay, clearly, I am the one on the right hands on the right. Oh my god, on the correct side of this argument. It's uh oh. One, no is now leading fifty one percent. 77 votes. No is Both leading. of y'all asses probably just went on your own <laughs> private Twitters to like spam no votes. Anyways, I got a... Give me like 30 uh, seconds. Gotta, I got to just sign into my I just Twitter hi- account. I just hired an Indian click farm to make sure I... <laughs> make sure. Why, are they, why are they Indian? Because that's where all the click why farms are. Why consistently, episode after episode, you make some sort of racist, racist comment like I that? Do. I'm sorry. Anyways, all right. Um, so today, uh, last episode, we talked about quarterbacks and running backs. Dude, this is the closest poll we've ever had, and I'm shocked. We talked about quarterbacks and running backs last episode, which was a lot of fun. So it might be today that you just listened to it, or whatever. It doesn't really matter when the last time you listen, because this this time, this episode, we're talking about wide receivers, which is a pretty big list, and some tight ends here. Uh, my favorite tight end that I've been watching for quite a long time, one of my favorites, Niles Paul, we will get to later in the show. Let's start off, Christian, by talking about wide receivers here. All right. Wide receivers. Better with chocolate chips. (laughs) Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola is now a Miami Dolphin. Uh, Okay. Look, let's not talk about Jarvis Landry and what Danny Amendola is replacing, blah, blah, blah. We're not even going to talk about that. Just what does Danny, Danny Amendola do for the Dolphins that the Dolphins didn't currently have? Oh, he brings like 500 yards and like 50 catches. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Danny Amendola is a speedy Super guy. Exciting He's move. a speedy guy. Speedy guy. If you like <laughs> listen to our last podcast, speedy guy. Man, we're going to have a lot of callbacks because we just recorded the last episode and it's still fresh in our mind. So I'm sorry right. if, if there is and you guys aren't getting it. Um, anyways, Danny Amendola is now a Miami Dolphin. Two years, $12 million. I think he could be a valuable piece for Ryan Tannehill. Sure. I, I don't yeah. think he's a slouch. Yeah, we can see him go 15 games, uh, you know, maybe, and put up, what, like 60 catches? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe. he'll stun us, and maybe this will be the year he hits 700 yards. <laughs> is is it crazy to think that? I mean, he can be a solid 60 to 70-yard guy, an occasional touchdown? Yes. Okay. I, yes, I don't, I don't because he crazy. has 19 touchdowns. In his 10-year career. Yeah. Uh, Before the Patriots, he was with the Rams. Was he with anybody between them? No. Okay. Yeah. So he hasn't had the best situation before he had Tom Brady. When he had Tom Brady, he was just competing with... I'm going to give you Danny Amendola's career highs in everything. Look, it's all about about situations. I'm going to give you his career highs, okay? okay? Career high in receptions. Is 85. Look, this doesn't matter. This That's not bad. No, not bad. Career high in yards, 689. Yeah. Career high in yards per catch, 11.7. Yeah. Career high in touchdowns, four. Yeah. That is the absolute ceiling yeah. of this guy. Uh, Why are we talking about him? I think he'll be valuable in this offense. He's going to have to be. He is not valuable in 2018. Okay. I disagree. He, Danny Amendola will not be one of their top three fantasy what? wide receivers in 2018. That's a little, that's a little Jakeem bold. Jakeem Grant will have more fantasy points in 2018 than Danny Amendola. 
he averaged 10 points per game last season in, in PPR. 659 yards, 61 catches. That is his fucking ceiling. Amazing catches, though. Oh, my God. Please stop talking, Austin, and please stop repeating everything (laughs) he says, Dale. All right. Let's let's move on to John Brown, former Arizona Cardinal, now a Baltimore Raven. By the way, the Ravens have uh, released Jeremy Macklin. So that opens up things a little bit more for John Brown before we heard that news. One year, $5 million deal for John Brown. I think this could be a pretty good relationship. John Brown is a yeah. deep ball guy. Joe Flacco likes to throw it deep. It could it could, could be a match right. made in heaven. Fair enough. One year, five mil. Doesn't make me trust that they are really invested in him. I mean, it's not like the Ravens did a ton at the wide receiver position. They added John Brown. They really needed a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Those are the two pieces they got. If John Brown emerges as the guy. Yep. Wouldn't be shocking to me. Yep. All right. Uh, Mike Evans, we really don't need to talk about him. Same old, same old. He's going back to the Bucks. Right. Five Just years. Just getting paid. That's all. That's the only difference. Yeah. Over $80 million. Taylor Gabriel. Former Falcon, going to the Bears. The Bears, all of a sudden, sort of like what the Browns did. They're kind of forming this nice offense. They really needed receivers. They did, and they they're going out. They went after two guys, and two two really good ones, in my opinion. Yep, Gabriel. They got got their speedy guy, and they got their you know big possession. Yeah, can kind of do a little bit of everything. Can be. Your third down receiver can be your possession guy, can be your end zone guy, can be the between the 20s guy in Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. And then you got Taylor Gabriel, which is really stretching the field, you know, coming out of the backfield for a couple plays, like that kind of speedy guy. So even though he's he's not white, right? No, no. That's the jo- it's the joke yeah. from the last I pod. You. I know he's not. Okay. I can sure you do. Sorry. I just wanted to throw that out there because Dale kept saying all the white guys were speedy. Yes. All right. Yeah. So I like this. I I'd like if I'm a Bear fan, I'm and and same thing go with the you know with the Browns. If I'm a Browns fan, like you got to like that your team is actually trying. It's not like the Dolphins who Ugh. give up a ton and don't really. It feels like the Dolphins have like a bowl with waffle mix, right? And they have the ability to put in chocolate chips, but refuse to do so. Right. Sure. All right. So let's talk <laughs> Jarvis Landry. Sorry, I'm a disappointed Dolphins fan. Yeah. Jarvis Landry. Speaking of disappointing Dolphins, uh, Dar- Jarvis Landry was traded to the Browns. Landry gets a right. one-year deal for $16 million. Totally worth it. One of the best receivers in the game, in my opinion, Going to the Browns will help Tyrod Taylor out a ton. We kind of already talked about the Browns last episode, but yeah, the Jar- Jarvis Landry signing is good, I think, for Jarvis Landry, and I think good for Tyrod Taylor as well. Do you agree? Right. Listen. I don't think that Jarvis Landry was a product of Ryan Tannehill, do you? Well, obviously no, it wasn't because we see what he did last volume. year. He's a product of volume. Sure. So... He was force fed a lot in this in this Miami Dolphin offense, and I I don't think that's going to be the case as much in 2018 with the Cleveland Browns. 
but I, I'm looking at this move from the Dolphins' perspective. You had a wide receiver that has given you the most catches in the first four seasons that any receiver has ever done. And you got a guy who's consistent. You know what he is. And instead of paying him, you come in and you pay the unproven Albert Wilson and the never proven Danny Amendola pretty much the same money with those two guys instead of just fucking paying Jarvis Landry. Yep. I am not a huge Jarvis Landry supporter in terms of NFL I think he is a fine wide receiver. He is not an elite talent. Yeah, I agree. If you weren't going to pay him, that's not going to kill me. But to bring in Danny Amendola and Albert Wilson (laughs) and pay them pretty much what you were going to pay Landry, to me, is laughable. Okay. Good news for Marquise Lee owners. If you were maybe getting a little bit excited to see what was to come, it looks like the Jags re-signed him and... uh, Marquise Lee is going to be their number one wide receiver for next year. Yeah. Do you, and that kind of excites it's, me. It's not crazy to think that Marquise Lee is going to take another step forward no, in this I, offense, I right? And so, be no. maybe even more valuable in 2018 than he was in 17. I agree. I think he, I think he has a lot of upside coming into this year. Yeah. And he's a talented I mean, wide receiver at, with a lot of opportunity now. And um, he's he's I think he's going to pan out. This is what he's done over the last two seasons. Now, let's remember in 2017, he missed two games. Sure. But 2016, 63 catches, 851 yards, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I think he probably would have been on pace to at least do that last year had he not missed those couple games. But another 56 catches, 702 yards, three touchdowns. I think this is a guy that we can see in 2018 take another little bit step forward, 80 catches, 1,000 yards, four to five touchdowns. Yeah. I don't think that's too crazy. Hey, I mean, I don't want to go too off topic here, but Keelan Cole heated up in the later part of the season. Mm-hmm. Is he going to, I kind of expect Keelan Cole to have the same role as he did late in the season. Right. A big play guy Late in the season. Okay. But, uh, but a little inconsistent. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Big play worry. guy, boomer bust. And um, Marquise Lee is, is going to be there to, to do it. I think I think we can be looking at a thousand yard season for Marquise Lee next year. I am agreeing with you. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh we'll just kind of move down here. Speaking of the Jaguars, Dante Moncrief is going to the Jaguars to uh run side by side with Lee. Dante Moncrief is a wide receiver too in this offense. Do you agree? Maybe maybe even maybe in the even the third as you mentioned. I I, I don't I don't know what to think of Dante Moncrief. We've seen him be a touchdown guy and be productive and maybe that aspect, yeah. but how much of that was Andrew Luck versus him? How much was that of that was, as we've seen now, that T.Y. Hilton is a supreme talent and maybe drew away coverage and Dante Moncrief just was the beneficiary of that? Sure. And so I'm not sold on Moncrief being much in 2018. No, I... I- he could surprise me. We've seen him be a touchdown guy before and, and at least uh, shine in that role. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move on to Paul Richardson leaving Seattle, joining the Redskins on a five-year deal. I like Paul Richardson last year. He didn't quite pan out like I thought he would. I I was uh, He was a late-round, quote-unquote, steal for me, and he just didn't pan out as well as I thought. I think the dude has talent and 
on the Redskins. I think he could uh I think he could be productive on the Redskins next year. Yeah. But what are the Redskins doing at the quarterback position? Like Alex Smith is their future, I guess, but do you really trust him to get the ball to Paul Richardson enough? I, I don't know. Like that that's what they want to have in their future. Alex Smith was set up in every possible way to succeed in in Kansas City and we saw he, the best he possible Alex Smith yeah. that we could. We saw the best possible Alex Smith that we could. Yeah. And even then like you had a couple guys you could trust and then everything else was nothingness. Right. Right. So I mean he produced uh 1100 yards. Is yard Paul wide Richardson last year. going to be the guy in that offense that you're going to trust? Yeah. I I mean don't forget he Alex Smith produced an 1,100, almost a 1,200-yard receiver last year with seven touchdowns. Okay. I'm not saying that Paul Richardson is Tyreek Hill, but I think that Alex Smith has a potential to feed his best wide receiver the ball. You believe that? Okay. Do you disagree with me? <sighs> I'm trying to... Put in my mind a scenario where Paul Richardson is actually their best wide receiver, okay. and you think you, I think Paul Richardson is better than Jameson Crowder. What about Josh Dotson? Yes, I that's you're forgetting. Question. There's two other. I do. Hmm. I, I think Jameson Crowder is the number two guy now. Do we dig, agree <laughs> to disagree? Want to have this conversation? You've broken me. I don't know how. To, I don't know my opinion on this wide receiver situation. Okay. Yet. All right, we can talk because about here's it. the thing. I, if I didn't have these numbers blinding me, the five years, $40 million that they just signed Paul Richardson for, mm -hmm. let's assume I didn't see that on my screen right here, sure. right? I would think that they signed him to be their third wide receiver. Right. And when in the world has Alex Smith ever made a third wide receiver fantasy relevant? Sure. I agree. That's, that's my thing. Right. But that little number there leads me to believe that maybe they think he's their guy or at least their guy number two that they either don't trust Crowder or they don't trust Dotson. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Then it just becomes a battle of, Hey, maybe he can be the one I've liked Paul Richardson before. Wait, how was, what, what was the, I've always liked that guy. I always liked that guy. <laughs> always liked that guy. So I'm the jury is still out for me on what is going to happen with the Washington Redskins offense and especially their receiving core. Okay. Speaking of Alex Smith's former team, Kansas city chiefs, uh, Sammy Watkins. Uh, that was a horrible segue. Sammy Watkins is now with the chiefs and Patrick Mahomes is his quarterback. This helps Mahomes. We are 25 minutes into our poll. It has shifted even slightly more in my direction. 54% of the 128 votes so far say Waffles are indeed better with chocolate chips. How many times has your wife voted? All these millennials. I don't know, but I'm going to go ahead and vote with my own profile since you want to just blame my wife. I, have, for these I votes. haven't voted on my own profile, and guess what? I'm going to go do it in a minute. <laughs> and Austin did. Austin, no one can hear you. Please stop saying that you did. <laughs> yes, Austin, Austin voted. Okay, um, so Sammy Watkins is a nice weapon for Mahomes. Yeah. Watkins is has a three year deal, forty eight million dollars. I went from being like eh on Watkins to like eh, like this this could work out. I don't eh. I don't hate Sammy Watkins. I think he's I don't top twenty four wide receiver next year. 
Is he going to be drafted as a no. top 24 wide receiver? He shouldn't be. Hmm. Am I being too aggressive with what I'm saying right now? I feel aggressive. I'm sorry. No, no. You, I'm going to back no, off. No, 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 no. You're good. Uh, I'm just posing the question. I think he's borderline top 24. No. Okay. I do you do. think he has a talent to be top 24? No. Okay. I do. I'm just saying. I think neither he nor the hype surrounding Patrick Mahomes will be enough to make Sammy Watkins top 24 wide receiver. Okay. And let's not also forget Tyree Kill, Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey, Kareem Hunt. Yep, but they lost Albert Wilson. Don't forget. Oh, <laughs> Albert Wilson. Oh, man, how could I forget? <laughs> Albert Wilson. Didn't the Dolphins just give that guy a ton of money? Three years. For no fucking reason? He's a, look, he's a fast guy. I've had a fun free agency. Three years, $24 million for Albert Wilson. And you know what makes that even better? What? Let's bring in Danny Amendola. Let's not forget that one. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, let's just go ahead and just say Josh Gordon was re-signed. Brian Quick with the Redskins was re-signed. Torrey Smith goes to the Panthers. And, uh, and Tyrell Williams re-signed with the Chargers. Not a ton of news there. I guess Torrey Smith is one that's like, yeah, maybe he. Um, wow, Albert Wilson's stats are blowing me away right now. Don't forget, he had Alex Smith as his quarterback last year. Hey, he had his career high last year, 554 yards. That's awesome. <laughs> Look, nobody's saying he is the next Jarvis Landry, but he's he had a hole. three straight seasons of at least two touchdowns. Okay. That's good. How, Whoa. how many touchdowns do you have? Touching down inside your ma. That's not a good joke. That was terrible. My mom is oh, here. Man. She's upstairs right now. Debbie. <laughs> Can you put your mom on? I will. Uh, maybe our next pod. Debbie Cakes. Don't call her that. <laughs> All right. So that's our wide receiver talk. By the way, this plane Why that was rerouted. Like, that? like we're on NPR or something. <laughs> and that has been wide receiver talk. I've been your host still DeMott. 30. Filling in for Armando Crespo. 34 people on board were not the only ones affected in the mix up, though. A handful of other passengers that were supposed to be on the flight were left behind the airport because they were told their flight had been canceled. So screw ups all around. I feel bad for everybody involved. Not only do chocolate chips make waffles better, but like fruit. How do you guys feel about those? Like waffles with fruit and I'm, I'm, no one can hear you, Austin. I am a. What about whipped cream? <laughs> I am. And now we're. But it, the thing is, I respond to you and then I sound like I'm talking to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so waffles deserve nothing but butter and syrup. What? Yes. No. I will say it again. You could do it with uh, waffles. Hold on, hold on, come. hold on. Chocolate, no. Okay, uh, no. Fruit sauce, nope. right? You could get fruit like a blueberry sauce, sauce how f- and drizzle how that. Fat, how fat do you want to be? Like, are you putting fruit sauce on your waffles now and chocolate chips it, on a waffle? Not at the same time. <laughs> Whoa, actually, that might sound that might be great. <laughs> That's true. Hold on, I need to write this in my idea notebook for tomorrow. Know what I'm having for right, for breakfast? Look, only thing that comes on waffles are syrup, apricot butter, syrup and butter. The only thing that comes on pancakes, syrup and butter. No fudge. No. 
Are you kidding me? Whipped cream. Oh, God. Honey. You are such... Uh, what year were you born? 1989. Yep. Millennial. Fucking millennial. That's what happens. Hey, you know what? Millennials are dominating our poll. Wow, that sounds weird. <laughs> All right. Let's go through the tight ends really quick. Cameron Brait was resigned. No big news there. It is well. I, I, that might be big news. So if like you want to slicing about. some fresh strawberries right all over, right? So let let you get like let's say four big strawberries. You slice them. You place them all around the waffle, right? And that's like the circle of the face, right? Then you get a couple of blackberries. You make the smile, and then two blueberries. You make the face, and then a little dollop of whipped cream in the middle, the nose. <laughs> You know the dollop on the dollop for the nose is what got me. I was not on board until you made the nose with a dollop of whipped cream. So I'm kind of in. Cameron Bray. It is weird awesome. that he was signed six years, forty million dollars. The only reason it's weird is because they there? drafted OJ Howard, which seemed to kind of be working yeah. out as a nice tight end, nice you know pass catcher. Didn't yeah. was, we weren't expecting? Maybe they just want to go the two tight end route. Exactly, and that's kind of what they're doing. And hey. Um, it, it's going to work out for him, I think. I, I don't think it's a terrible deal, no. six years, $40, $40 million no. for Cameron Braid. If they believe that he's going to continue to be productive for six years, I, I think it's a, it's not, it's a, it's a team friendly deal in my opinion. Sure. Uh, Trey Burton, go Gators, left the Philadelphia Eagles oh to join the Chicago Bears. Again, this is another so signing by the Bears for all you Bears fans. You got to feel good, right? I mean, they're making moves, and and I applaud them. Uh, I think it's a good, great move for him. Trey Burton is a really good tight end. I think. I think he's going to be a top, definitely a top fifteen, borderline top twelve tight end for next year. Top fifteen, borderline top twelve, borderline. Didn't you say top ten? Are you changing your no, number I said, already? I said twelve. Oh, I thought I heard ten. No. Can we rewind the tape, Austin? <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, yeah, Austin said he Burton has potential too. All right, Trey Burton. Yes. Top fifteen tight yes. end. Yes. Okay, I'm in. Okay. All right, I'm in with that. Some other. Hold on. What? Tra- 2018. Trey Burton or David Njoku? Trey Burton. Ooh, Trey Burton or OJ Howard? Trey Burton. Ooh, Trey Burton or Delaney Walker. Hmm, that's interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, changes in Tennessee, the way they run their offense this year. I think Corey Davis is going to have a bigger role. I bet you Delaney Walker has a huge downgrade this year. I'm not sure if I'm taking Trey Burton over Walker, but it's going to be really close. It's going to be closer than you think. I mean, looking at my ranking, that's you're making Trey Burton like a top top twelve tight end for you this year. Yeah, right around there, I think. I think so. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh the big signing, Jimmy Graham to the the Green Bay Packers. Is Jimmy Jimmy Graham the way we know him? I guess we remember him. Is that what we're gonna see next year? No. You think he's gonna be more of a run blocker? I think he's going to be what we saw in the last couple yeah, of years. You think so? You think his heyday's over? Yeah, that's he. That's it. That's what he's going to be for the next couple. And that's fine. And it's pretty good for fantasy. 
I just he's not who we saw in New Orleans anymore. He's these are his catches in Seattle, 48, 57, 65. I said those out of order for some reason because it felt better to do it. Like that's fine. Nobody's full, nobody's listening. High, low to high. Anyways, nobody's listening. <laughs> Jimmy Graham in 2018 on a team that hasn't utilized the tight end to their full potential ever. 58 catches for 700 yards and six touchdowns. Okay. I mean, it's not going to blow you away. It's not going to be 99 catches for with 11 touchdowns sure. like it was in New Orleans. Right, right. Okay. This might be the year that Aaron Rodgers really uses a tight end. Yeah, yeah maybe. I mean, they did get rid of Jordy Nelson. Yep. Got to throw the ball to somebody. Yep. So give me, give me a projection for Jimmy Graham then because – I'm saying, you know, right around 60 catches, right around seven to 800 yards and six touchdowns. He's still going to get his touchdowns. I mean, even last year, crappy year, 10 touchdowns. Right. Yeah. I bet Jimmy Graham is somewhere around the 600 yards, four touchdown kind of guy. Oh, four touchdowns. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Austin's going more than that. You hate the guy. I just, I, I don't know if I hate him. I just don't I think, think. I think six is like lowballing it. Do you? That's his, his strength is the end zone. Also a little weird that I just said that. <laughs> but his strength is just, he's a tight end that loves the end zone. But, uh. Even in even in uh, Seattle, man, ten touchdowns this past year, six the year before that. That's a strength. I, I don't see less than six. Mm. That's the one thing you can't. Okay. I don't think he's going to have less than six touchdowns. Oh, I, you might have me on that. You might have me on that. I'll okay. I'll. I thought you were going to go the other way, and I wasn't going to be able to fight you against you know like eight, nine, ten touchdowns. No, 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 no. Um, I think he's okay. going to be on the low end though. Four may be a little right. bit too low. Let I understand he's 31 years old, right? He's he's not getting. He's not a. Look up. What's the phrase I'm looking yeah. for? Uh, spring chicken. Is yeah. that is that the right uh, phraseology? Yeah. He's not a spring chicken anymore, but I think he's still got plenty of juice left in him to to be able to go up and get the ball when it matters in the end zone. Yes. Okay. I'll I'll give you a, I'll give you a quick list of guys going way ahead of Graham for me, Gronk, Kelsey, Ertz, Ingram, Rudolph, Doyle, Brait. Uh just yeah, you lost me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No problem. Graham's gonna Graham's the the guy on that list that's gonna give you the one thing that you need from a tight end. He's gonna score touchdowns. Okay. And he's gonna be in an offense that's going to be scoring touchdowns as well. And that's I I don't think it's going to to hurt him at all. I think he's uh, you're, you're, he's pretty much in a sim, the same situation. I'm not going to downgrade him from where he was last year. To me, he's a top six tight end. Okay. And a lot of people are going to hate and fight me on that. I already put that on, on Twitter. As he's going to be a top six tight end for me. And, uh, Do you remember Jermichael Finley? Hate. Yeah. That was the last time we had a lot of hope for Aaron Rodgers' tight end. Right. Hey. I think Jimmy Graham's better than Mike Finley. Yeah, I do too. I don't know why I said that. I agree. <laughs> they're, they're not even comparable. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you. We could, we could just move on. Right. All right. Uh, there's not really any other big news here. Uh, Darren Fells did sign with the Browns. Three-year deal. Um, 
Darren Fells. Browns are killing it. It's weird, right? I mean, they have Nago Nagochu, Njoku, Njoku. Um, mm -hmm. so his name is Njoku, Njoku, but okay, okay, yeah, David Njoku. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have him now. They have Darren. Just Fells. say it one more time. I didn't hear you the first time. Njoku, David Njoku. Njoku. Yeah, David Njoku. Just try that one more time. David Njoku. Mm, that was good, actually. I'm proud of you. Maybe if you say it enough times, you will stop making player errors like Armando. <laughs> stop calling players like Leonard Fortunate. All right. So the last tight end that I want to mention, a guy that I've been following for a long time, Niles Paul, going from the Redskins to the Jacksonville Jaguars. This could be a sneaky... I think it could be a sneaky play for the Jaguars here. Definitely, I'm not drafting okay. him, but... He, hey, I'm not drafting him. But he's going to be sneaky. Look, he's under... If he he's blows under up, I mentioned him in the preseason. Exactly. Covering my bases. Yeah, Austin, clip this out. Don't clip everything out that we're going to say. Just clip out that I like Niles Paul, and I've been following him for a long time. Because I'm going to hang on to that for a long time. Top 50 tight end. <laughs> yeah. I like Niles Paul. Count on it. I, I just I I've seen him play. I've always liked that yeah. guy. I've always liked I that always guy. Liked him. Niles Paul, Chase Daniel, <laughs> love those guys. Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Always liked him. Just throw Jarek McKinnon in there too. <laughs> always liked that guy. <laughs> so that that I guess wraps up our free agents. Free agent episode. Right. Free agents so far. So. Let's get the names that are still out there, actually. I have a list here. Go ahead, Austin. So Macklin Pryor are still out there. And, and, that's, and then Hold Eifert on. and Ebron. You guys are not listening to what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to I'm gonna interject because holy cow. Austin, holy cow, man. Look, uh, that is the worst contribution you've ever had. Yeah, and if it was, you were actually, actually on the show, I would have you removed because this is what you Because I thought he was going to bring fire. You brought... <laughs> 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 what, were the, what were the two names that you just said, Dale? Macklin Pryor. Okay, all right, time out. All right, so... And then e Ebron and Eifert. So basically, Austin, in our ears, <laughs> said... Hey, Dale, do you want to mention the players that are still free agents, right? Even though I already did, I already said those are the free agents so far, whatever, that's fine. That's great, and a great addition is to bring out, okay, these are the players still available. So Dale says, go ahead, Austin. And Dale is ready for Austin to bring the fire, yes. right? Yeah. He's ready for Austin just to deliver us yeah, a make list me sound of, smart. these are the yeah. free agents still available. Right. I sound smart, uh -huh. right? This is, yeah. And Austin he gives me two says, players. <laughs> two names. <laughs> it's not Austin's fault. I think my expectations were just too high. Oh, I was expecting you to be like rattling off players yeah. and Dale's just to like rattle them yeah, off yeah. too. Right, right, right. Oh, now, man. In my head, it was going to be a lot better than it was. Ow. Because I thought there was going to be stats. I thought there was going to be some fun... You know, fun names. Yep, there's just nothing on there. Yep. Okay. All right. So well, again, I I have tears in my eyes because that is the before fastest 
you know what's Bef- that's the fastest our show has ever gone <laughs> from 60 to zero not from zero to 60 from 60 to zero yes absolutely crashing into like the wall and me and dale the test the test dummies just flailing everywhere <laughs> because Austin just hit our show with a fucking brick wall. That we- <laughs> All right. So we are going to end the show here. I do want to give a really quick special thank you to Clayton Cladeau. I wonder if I'm saying his name right. Cause it's, we just need to like record him saying his voice and yeah. we'll just play it. Yeah. Steven Spacarotelli, uh, hitting up our Instagram, Mikey, Henninger, uh, he's doing a lot on YouTube. Holy hell, you are butchering this name. These names. Is that why you moved away from Miami? You were tired of saying like all these ethnic names. Yeah. <laughs> you just wanted to like go back to calling people <laughs> yeah. Smith and Johnson. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I want to thank everybody um, and all our contributors, especially Austin behind the scenes, helping out a ton with our editing, producing, and all that good stuff. So uh, we have a lot of. Uh, what do you want to call it? A lot of help or I guess, um, yeah, we, we got a really good team going on here and really bringing you guys as good content as possible, up to date, all that good stuff. A lot of stuff coming through on our Facebook group, on our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. So again, thank you everybody for listening. For Christian Brito, my name is Dale with Austin Behind the Glass. Austin would probably be saying go blue or whatever they say over there in Michigan. And uh, he's uh, awesome. All right, he's ruining the show without even being heard. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow or later next week, probably.